Good afternoon, podcast listeners. This is Rob Plouffe. Welcome back to Mid-Michigan Bowling News, the podcast for bowlers in the greater Flint area and the state of Michigan. Okay, welcome to podcast number 24, Mid-Michigan Bowling News. I am at Ridgefield Bowl. It is November 14th, 2020, and uh, I have a special guest with me today, Allison Eibel from Kersley Bowling. Welcome. Thank you. Um, I asked Allison to be my guest today because Allison bowled her highest game ever last week. I did. Here at Richfield Bowl. Uh, what'd you bowl? I bowled a 278. That's your highest game ever? Yeah. Which bowling ball were you using for that? I was bo- I was using both my katana and Scott, uh, squash. Oh, two balls to shoot a 278. Yeah. What was your series? Uh, ooh. It was like 670-something, I think. And uh, the week before that, you shot a 700? Yep. 724. 724. What's your highest series ever? 724. That was it. (laughs) So this is the reason why I wanted to start doing podcasts, so that we could have uh, people like you on here to uh, recognize you for shooting a high game or a high series. And uh, within the last two weeks, you've done both. You had your highest game and your highest series. So that's awesome. you're bowling out here on Saturday mornings in the youth league? Yep. What's this league called? Hot Shots. Hot Shots. And what's your average on this league now? Um, don't know, including today, but 214. 214. This is your senior year of high school? Yep. At Kersley? Yes. Um, so we're going to touch a little bit on uh, some high school bowling here while, while we're talking. All right. Um, so you're averaging 214. Uh, we've been bowling since mid Oh, you guys didn't start until the 1st of October, right? Yep. First weekend in October, you guys started bowling out here. So you've been bowling a month and a half, roughly, and you're averaging 214. And what'd you bowl today? Um, it's a great question. I know they were all over 200. Oh, Couldn't so tell you bowled average. good. Yeah. You bowled good today. Okay, good. So uh, tryouts for high school for Kersley are coming this week. Uh, they start Monday in two more days. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you excited for it? Yeah. (laughs) Are you a little nervous? Yeah. What are you nervous about? I just, I know tryouts are going to be fine, but I don't want to, like, get shut down because of COVID. So you're nervous about uh, the coronavirus or COVID more than you are bowling? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so you know that uh, this season things will be way different for high school bowling. Um, They're already talking... Uh, matches are going to be way different. Uh, spectators are going to be limited. You're going to be limited on the uh, amount of teams that are bowling in a in a bowling center. Um, I do believe that uh, Jim Tuber and, and Debbie Alexander have done a great job of, uh, at least for the Metro Conference, getting a schedule together and ready for you guys. Um, the start of the season is the first Saturday in December. Uh, they are planning to hold matches for Metro Conference. I know they're going to limit the amount of spectators, and I do know for a fact that they are going to try to run some tournaments this year, uh, as long as as long as the COVID doesn't shut everything down. Um, so uh, you're more nervous about the health of uh, your team more than uh, the bowling. You're ready for the bowling. Yeah. You just got a couple of new bowling balls. What'd you get? I got a Zing Pearl and the Squatch Hybrid. What do you think of them? I, well, I haven't really thrown them much. You're saving them? Yeah. Saving them for high school? Yep. 
Okay, so uh, let's talk about uh, high school bowling a little, uh, Kersley bowling in particular. Um, since I'm the former coach, I, I know a little bit about it, but I want to know what your feeling is about high school bowling in general, and then I want to know what it means to you to be a Kersley bowler. Oh, God. Okay, so high school bowling, I feel... It's like going down. I've noticed we haven't had a lot of bowlers come and participate. Um, and it's kind of like prideful to consider myself a Kersley bowler just because of like the reputation you built and all that. It's kind of special. It's a little family. So um, obviously being a Kersley bowler opens some doors. Um, and I know that they opened some doors for you. Yep. Do you want to touch on that and let everyone know what your plans are for the future? Yeah, um, so I will be attending Valparaiso University for the fall of 2021. That's um, awesome, congratulations. I will be going into the School of Nursing and Health uh, Sciences on a scholarship, and I will also be bowling there as well. Awesome, congratulations, that is Thank great you. news. That's awesome news. Um, we have this year there will be four seniors returning on the team, there should be, and uh, all four of you girls have an opportunity to go away to school somewhere, um, and, I, and I see that happening. Uh, I know that uh, Megan, Allison, and Amelia will be going somewhere to college to bowl. I think I will be the first one to sign because Sean reached out and asked me when I was ready. Nice. That's awesome. Congratulations Thank to you. you. That is big, big news. Um, very, very happy for you. So, um, as far as high school bowling goes, um, the last two years, you qualified for the state finals in singles. You went to the state finals and made the cut, the first cut at state finals, which means you're top 16 mm -hmm. both years. Um, what's your goal for this year for high school bowling? I hope I get past top 16 this year. Um, I believe I can do it. And last year I had a lot of mental struggles that everyone was aware of, but I still made top 16. And now that I'm mentally cleared and my mental game is 100%, I'm hoping that top four. What, what, uh, touch on it, what was your mental struggles? Um, I just like, kind of like lost all confidence in myself last year, especially after, um, the car accident, it kind of just like hurt me mentally. You got, in a, uh, you got in a car accident at the beginning of the high school bowling season. December 14th. And yeah, you were uh, on fire. We had just bowled in a tournament. Our team uh, just bowled a Baker 300 game yep. for the first time in history of Kersley Bowling. And uh, yeah, um, you, you definitely struggled a little, which is understandable. You were in a pretty serious car accident, uh, and um, yeah, you struggled for a little bit, but for you to come back at the end of the season, qualify to go to the state finals, and make the cut at the state finals is a major accomplishment. I don't care if you finished in 16th place. I don't, what, what place did you officially finish? 12th or something? Um, four, 14th maybe. 14th, okay. What, maybe that was uh, sophomore year, I'm not quite sure. Whatever the case, to make the cut at the state finals is a major accomplishment. So uh, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, there's no reason that you couldn't do something like that again this year. 
uh, hopefully the uh, coronavirus does not affect the state finals and regionals and stuff like that again. Um, we'll see. We'll see how things go. That's the end of February, 1st of March for yeah. high school bowling. Um, so I know uh, now because I'm involved with some stuff at the school that you are a uh, representative for the student body at Kersley on the school board. I am. Um, how did how did that come about? So I've been in council since middle school. I joined the high school council my freshman year. Um, again, it's kind of like a little family for me. So this year I'm actually the vice president of council. And Mr. Whisker and Mr. Whalen like always like come up with a student, a senior who's in council and they think would be a great rep for the board. This year they chose me. So nice. Congratulations. Thank that's a, you. that's a nice honor too. Um, so you got to sit up on the school board and uh, tell them what you think. Yeah. Uh, at the meeting just earlier this week, uh, I know you spoke a little about high school bowling that you were looking forward to it starting, hoping that winter sports all go. Um, I do know that the MHSA had a meeting on Thursday and they're saying that they want winter sports to go. Um, they are worried about the mental health of students, yep. student athletes, so they, they would like at all costs really to try to make uh, winter sports go, which is a good thing for you guys. Um, I do believe that bowling will go. It's not going to be the same as it was in the past. Uh, obviously there's going to be a lot less tournaments and a lot less fans and spectators and stuff for a while. But um, let's hope that this uh, coronavirus stuff, uh, it's, on the, it's on the rise right now. Let's hope it goes away uh, maybe after the first of the year and things can start to return to normal for you guys. Um, anything you want to add as far as uh, bowling, high school bowling, your, your thoughts on high school bowling? I, I think we covered the basics. Nothing you want to add? Um, I'm just hoping for a successful year again. Hopefully bring home a state title. For you. Not for me. I'm not the coach anymore. Well, for you and the team <laughs> and Kevin. <laughs> for, for Kevin. For all of us. For you guys. Do it for do it For, for your, the seniors. Yes, for yourself and your teammates. Um, you guys have the talent to do that. Uh, there's no doubt about it. And uh, I expect to see a, another very successful season for you guys. So well, Four of us are returning, so I hope so. Yep, you should be good. Um, I do know that high school bowling is going to limit the amount of people that are going to be on a team. There are only going to be uh, six members of each high school team this year instead of seven. Uh, the MHSA has said they're going to stick with that throughout the season. So for regionals and state finals, it'll only be six on a team. Uh, that'll be a little different. Um, it'll allow you guys probably to bowl more. Are they still keeping the six bowlers per team for uh, singles? Yes. Yep. I believe that that's Perfect. still going to be the same. Yep. So I think you should be okay. I think everything, uh, granted uh, the coronavirus could change things from day to day, but I think right. you guys are going to be okay. So um, I appreciate you coming to sit down with me. Thank you for having me. Congratulations on the high game and the high series. Thank good luck you. with tryouts this week. Uh, good luck you. with your team. And uh, I'm looking forward to come root you guys on and hopefully doing some interviews with some Kersley kids who bowl their highest games and highest series. So. Congrats to you. Back. Yep, looking forward to it. Good luck and congrats on uh, acceptance to Valparaiso Thank University. You. Okay, a few more things I want to uh, touch on uh, for this podcast before I wrap this one up. Um, I do want to mention that um, there is a, a really good league 
this year that's bowling out at Fenton Lanes on uh, Thursday nights. Um, I know that they got some teams from uh, Bees and they got some teams from Colonial that went out there this year. And um, it sounds like uh, they got things going on on Thursday night out at Fenton Lanes. And uh, Fenton has always been uh, one of my favorite places. Uh, if you listen to my podcast before, it's where I bowled my very first 300 game. I've always thought that's a beautiful bowling alley. Um, I got uh, a lot of uh, love for Fenton Lanes. Um, but anyways, what I did want to touch on was um, it's been a little bit since I've done a podcast. And back at the end of October, I believe it was October 29th, um, on that Thursday night league out there at Fenton Lanes, there was a team that shot a team series of 3764. 3764. Uh, they were bowling on lanes three and four on October 29th. The team consisted of Tim Bailey, Rory Caliquin, Sean Spishak, Fred Sheehan, and Damon Griggs. Um, I know all of these guys. They're all fantastic bowlers. Um, but let me tell you the scores that these guys bowled. Uh, Tim Bailey had 279, 289, and 268 for 836. He led the team. Uh, Rory Caliquin had 223, a 300 game, and 227 for 750. Uh, Sean Spishak, 212, 268, and 256 for 736. Fred Sheehan, 278, 197, 226 for 701. And Damon Griggs, 188, 264, 289 for 741. Their team games, scratch team games, were the first game was 1180, the second game 1318, and the third game 1266. Again, their five man team total score 3764. Uh, unofficially, or maybe even officially at this time, that is the second highest team series ever in uh, Greater Flint USBC bowling history. Um, hell of an accomplishment. Congratulations to every one of you guys out there. Um, I'm friends with most of these guys on Facebook, and I, uh, I seen a video of Rory's uh, finish to his 300 game. Um, Rory was probably still considered one of the best junior bowlers ever in uh, Greater Flint. Um, I have no idea how many 300 games he has. Maybe we could sit down with him and do a podcast one day, figure that out. But uh, Sean Spishak, personal friend of mine, business partner of mine, uh, him and I were best friends in high school, bowled a lot together growing up. Uh, it's kind of cool that um, those guys are part of that team. <clears throat> and uh, nothing... Uh, Nothing to be ashamed of. I know uh, Freddie Sheehan said that he felt like he uh, let his team down by shooting 701. Well, I don't think anybody would be disappointed with the 701 and bowling on a team that shoots 3764. That is an amazing score. Congratulations to all of you guys. It's great. Uh, it's great publicity for uh, Fenton Lanes and that league out there on Thursday night. So um, I do know that uh, Rob Robbins bowls on this team. And Rob was on vacation, so I'm not sure who the guy was who was subbing for Rob Robbins, but uh, congrats to them. Um, 
The only other thing that I do want to touch on before I wrap this uh, podcast up was uh, my last podcast we were talking about uh, Bolinelli's struggling because of uh, COVID and the restrictions that are out there that you can only have 25% capacity. Um, open bowling is is very difficult now for, for bowling centers. And um, I did talk about uh, Capital Bowl in Owasso, that there were some rumors that, uh, that it, did not reopen after the shutdown. Um, so in September they did not reopen. And, uh, there was also, um, some rumors that someone was in the process of buying it and they were planning to reopen the bowling alley in, uh, late November, early December. And I was hoping that that happened before the high school season started. Um, but I'm, I'm hearing now that, uh, the sale of Capital Bowl did not go through. It, uh, I don't know if it fell through or if it's still in process, but um, it sounds like Capital Bowl uh, is in jeopardy of not opening for the 2020-2021 bowling season. So um, I think we're going to lose a bowling center for the Flint Metro Bowling Conference high school season and uh, Owasso, and they also sponsor Ovid Elsie High School, and they may sponsor a few more as far as I know. Um, so I'm not sure where those high schools are going to bowl out of. I'm going to speculate it's Riverbend and Karana um, because it's the closest geographically to Capital Bowl. But um, what I, from what I understand, uh, Capital Bowl is not reopening at this time, which is not good news at all. Um, Again, we have to uh, try to get the word out to uh, promote these uh, bowling centers and get people out there, or we're going to hear a whole lot more of that uh, before this whole pandemic thing is over. So um, I'm 18 minutes in. I just wanted to do a quick interview with Allison Eibel, who bowled her high game and high series. I appreciate her for coming on, um, and I appreciate you for listening to my podcast. I am planning... Uh, I have been planning to sit down with Brian Aubuchon, who is the proprietor of Holly Lanes. I'm hoping within the next week um, we can sit down and do a podcast. Uh, I believe Brian will be a great guest to have, and uh, he can offer a lot of insight uh, on both sides of bowling as a bowler and a, a bowling center owner, and um, he can give us some insight on what's going on with the COVID and how things are working out for him at Holly Lanes. So, um, again, appreciate you listening. Uh, have a great night. Take care. Bye-bye.